Hello and welcome to the Real Friends Who Read Books podcast, where my friends and I force each other to read books we wouldn't typically read because that's what a book club is all about. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Erica and Mary Page. Every month, we'll dive into one of our picks, exploring the themes and characters and whatever else comes along the way. You know, like a book club, but without the snacks. This is Real Friends Who Read Books. These are my real friends, and we've got some books to read. Let's get to it. This week, we are discussing Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. And now for the back cover summary. After a lifetime of bounties and bloodshed, Viv is hanging up her sword for the last time. The battle-weary orc aims to start fresh, opening the first-ever coffee shop in the city of Thune. But old and new rivals stand in the way of success. Not to mention the fact that no one has the faintest idea what coffee actually is. If Viv wants to put the blade behind her and make her plans a reality, she won't be able to go it alone. But the true rewards of the uncharted path are the travelers you meet along the way. And whether drawn together by ancient magic, flaky pastry, or a freshly brewed cup, they may become partners, family, and something deeper than she could have ever dreamed. Vibe check! How are we feeling about this low-key, low-stakes fantasy? Did this make you feel comfy, (laughs) cozy, or just sleepy? Uh, I liked that it was low-key. It was a nice, soft, fluffy fantasy. (laughs) Who knew it was a thing? Uh, yeah, it took me a second to get going. But first off, I think I need more low-stakes things in my life. And (laughs) it was really enjoyable listening to this crew figure out the world of coffee. Because coffee culture really is such a thing. Yes. And it was really cute to hear them figure it out. It's really what an alien would sound like and they're like let's open a coffee shop today that's very much what it's like it's nice to read something in like a different world but that doesn't give you heart palpitations yeah <laughs> i didn't hate the slice of life yeah it was nice yeah i feel like we all need more of this in our life yeah okay So this book is all about an orc named Viv who decided to retire from her life of adventuring. After her last job, Viv takes all the money she saved up and moves to the city of Thune, where she buys a rundown stable to turn into the city's very first coffee shop, because coffee is not a thing in this world unless you're a gnome. Um, So we are introduced to a lot of fantasy creatures, Uh, that are found in Dungeons and Dragons, which is so fun for me. Um, There's an orc, a succubus, a hob or a hobgoblin, a ratkin, gnomes, elves, the list goes on. How was your experience reading about all the different creatures in this fantastical world? And bonus, were there any things that you didn't know that you need clarification on? (laughs) Duh. I just first want to say i hate the the city name thune thune do you i kind of like it <laughs> what's your know. beef with it i don't know it's just thune thune i don't I know like what it. it is it just makes me think of greta thunberg <laughs> <laughs> i know she has nothing She's to do the mayor with this of book. Thune. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where i'm going <laughs> Um, I was plenty confused about the different creatures 
as we kind of talked about in the book report. But I kind of just went with it. And if I didn't know what a creature was, I just imagined them as large animals. Hey. For example, Lainey was a large porcupine <laughs> with granny knits vibe, you know? Or Wait, Cal. Was Lainey a human, though? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. In my oh my mind, god, I'm sorry, she... I shrieked. <laughs> it's funny. That was really In my funny. mind, she was a porcupine. I'm I don't know. I'm so sorry, I screamed. I'm just That's really funny. <laughs> They're just all animals. Lainey was just an old woman. Right. <laughs> love that. I love that. I can't even imagine a human. <laughs> you like you took this fantasy thing and you're like, oh, we're gonna run with it. We're gonna said, go take it hard. to eleven. <laughs> That's really funny. Wow. Um, also, Cal was like a wolf with a paperboy mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. Until you made your handy dandy character chart. Courtney, I'm so glad you made that. That really helped. That really changed Cal for me. <laughs> oh my word. I picked the cutest picture of Cal that I could find, be- or of a hobgoblin that I could find, because I'm not going to lie, they're not the prettiest characters. So <laughs> it's all subjective. In yeah. my mind, all of the characters are cute because it's a cozy read. Yeah, they're all cutesy, like cartoony. Mm-hmm. I, love I get that. I get that. Yeah, I gotta say, I was not envisioning any porcupines until I read your response, and I thought, <laughs> oh, I have thoroughly missed something. So I am relieved to learn there were no porcupines in this book, is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm relieved Yeah, there to are, there are, hu- like, humans and human <laughs> Amazing, I'm back Good on track. Good to know in the that there world. were humans. <laughs> Perfect. We are back on track. Wow. Yeah, I also would have obviously been left behind without your character map. And I have to say, out of everyone featured, favorite character type, hands down, Radkin. Just... See, I told you! You you prepped us for it, you were right. Ratkins are awesome. Giving me big Ratatouille vibes. I don't know what it is about a rat with food skills, but like, I mean... Ew. Yes. Prepare all my foods with your tiny little hands. Oh, so cute. Um, all right. So for funsies, what kind of creatures do you think you would be or like to be? I'm so excited. I can finally make you all make characters, loosely make a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> character. That's why we read this book, so I could do these things. Um, anyways, I feel like I would be a forest gnome who perhaps rides a bear. This forest gnome would definitely be a barbarian because that's just funny. And her name is Minkany. I think it's like Minkany, you know? Minkany. Okay. Because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's cutesy. Uh, so her name is Minky for short. Swiftberry. And she looks sweet, but she packs a punch. Um, I did some tests and I got a druid or a ranger and a kinku, which is a bird person, which I is one of my <laughs> one of my favorite kinds of uh, characters, but I wanted to go with the forest. She's a bird person. I, like, I live for the quizzes, and I was really excited that you put all of the quizzes up there for us to take. Uh-huh. But you know me, I second-guess every single answer. <laughs> I tried multiple times. I kept on getting human, and That's that made me thing to me. so sad. Like, I could just not get out of 
getting the human one. And I was like, this is really annoying. <laughs> Wait, so you kept getting human, but you still thought that Lainey was a porcupine? Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part for me. Well, I thought in this world there were no humans. <laughs> Wait, so that makes it funnier. You're like, Wait a second. I'm in a fantasy world and I'm not e- I can't even be in I can't even be included in the fantasy world. That's how I felt when I was taking the quiz. I was they like, shut the okay. doors on you. They're like, nope, you're human. Turn Bye. back. That's funny. Yeah. So I'm just gonna make my own. Mm-hmm. Um what is Tandri again? Set Tan Tandri is Tandri? a a succubus. She was a succubus. Okay, what's what's mine? What does that say? Uh, satire? That's a that's a satyr. Satyr. It's satire. That's funny. Satire. That's hilarious. It's a it's a human I can read. with like goat goat legs. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I don't that's, like that. I guess that's me. The knees. That's what I picked. See, all I have to say is I also took all these quizzes and I got human <laughs> as well. Okay. But unlike MP, I accepted it. I said, this is who I'm destined to be inside. But then I also got Druid a ranger. So after mm-hmm. your description, Courtney, I'm just a human who ranges. <laughs> because I'm not good at gardening and magic. So I'm a human who ranges. Um, but yeah. I did do a name generator. Spent a lot of time on that one. Oh, those are fun. You can call me Mayhew. <laughs> I love it. I love that. No last name needed. I think I can see you being a ranger, but like a very anxious one. A ranger is a warrior who co- uh, combats the threats on the edges of civilization. That seems right. I'm an anxious ranger. <laughs> an anxious ranger. Mayhew, the anxious ranger. I love it. <laughs> that feels correct. That feels okay. right. I love it. Oh, thanks for making. Thanks for going on that journey. <laughs> Mayhew Z- Zola is your oh name yeah name? so I did the name generator and I got Zola with the nickname of Twinklehorns so oh yeah. Zola Twinklehorns <laughs> Minky Mayhew and Zola Twinklehorns that's a squad our, we're <laughs> our own little adventuring group <laughs> and I'm really excited about this this is Courtney's <sighs> dream come true do I even have horns? Yes. No, you're a human. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're a human, then definitely no, not. No, I'm not. She I'm bought not him at Party City. I'm if you're a satyr, if you're a satyr, yes. Okay, so the nickname is accurate. Okay. But what if she was just a human we called Twinklehorns? <laughs> That's hilarious. She's got a set from, like, Spirit Halloween. She won't let go. Or maybe she has, um, okay, did you know that, I forget what, oh no, I think I told you guys this when we were on our vacation, that a back tattoo, a lower back tattoo in like one of the Scandinavian countries or Germany, I can't remember which, uh, is called back antlers. So funny. And so what if Zola Twinklehorns just had had literal antlers? That's it. You're just a human with a tramp stamp. (laughs) <laughs> I would want actual lights, though, like, so everyone could see it <laughs> twinkling from afar. Oh, one day I will get you guys to play. And look, you already have characters started. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. 
Oh, no. We're actually just, we're going to keep going with our characters a little bit. Trudging further down this path. (laughs) Trudging further. Before we get back to our, the actual story. Say you're retiring along with Viv. What character, what would your character do? And it can't be a bookstore because we, you know, that's an easy one for us. Um, For example, I think Minky would for sure open a craft shop. She would also sell specialty knitting needles and the like that double as discreet weapons because you can take the player out of the game, but you can't take the game out of the player. I love that. (laughs) Nice. I would like to think that Zola would start a landscaping business Mm -hmm. and give all the creatures the backyard of their dreams because we love a transformation project around here. (laughs) That's good stuff. He's like Thune's HGTV star. Basically. Yes, that's me. <laughs> that's the dream. What was I the like one it. show that they were like move that bus? Oh, uh, home renovation show. It had um, Ty Pennington in it's it. It's a yeah. really simple title extreme thing home makeover. Too. Yes, yes, yeah. there it is. It's yeah. you. Yeah. She's that's like move me. that bus. Yep, move Any... that cart. That's her. <laughs> a little cart with donkeys gallops away <laughs> anyway um i like to think that mayhew is running a beach rental business mm. year-round and also taking a really strong stand against closed-toed shoes year-round <laughs> as well so come on down borrow a surfboard kayak paddleboard you name it do you need this business no is it maximum chill yes i love that because you know what because your character is was so anxious in their adventuring days right they really just they flipped a switch mm-hmm. they went the other way and besides i'm a human after all so i'm like i gotta get my kicks where i can yeah i Life's rent too short i rent kayaks to orcs because <laughs> the sight of them on the water brings me joy <laughs> you have specialty kayaks made to hold a heavy orc yes okay uh moving on after the spectral fire caused by Fennis, that asshole, destroys the cafe, Viv falls apart, as one would. But Cal, Tandry, and all of her friends rally together to rebuild. Once the cafe is set to reopen, Viv learns that a better interpretation about the Skelvert Stone does, is that it calls like to like, and that great wealth isn't necessarily in the form of money. Perhaps it was that the stone drew good people around her. Spoken um, like someone with money. <laughs> yeah, Travis, what are you trying to tell us? Travis can pay his bills. That's what I can hear. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, um, Travis. I'm proud of no you. No shade. We love this. This is great. Congratulations. This is... Anyway... <laughs> Um, so there are a lot of people that begin to gravitate towards Viv and her cafe throughout the story. Who were some of your favorites? Did you have any characters you didn't really like aside from Venice? Because I'm going to hedge a bet that we all hate Venice. Venice sucks. Yeah, Courtney, I know you talked about Thimble in the book report episode, and now I finally get it. I loved cute little Thimble doing his own thing, not talking to people, and baking (laughs) delicious treats. I mean, that is just ideal. He was not chatty, and I love that about him. that was amazing. He was like, no, no, no. I will say the minimal amount of words. (laughs) I did also really like Kale and Tandri, of course. Mm. I think just, like, the core group was just great, and I was so happy they all found each other and made their own little found family friendships. I know, me too. I don't really have a least favorite. 
Maybe it's Lainey because I thought she was a porcupine. I don't know. <laughs> I am also very much team Thimble over here. Cutest character, hands down. And the enthusiasm from the last episode makes so much more sense now. I must agree. But really, I'm just here for the cohesion that the whole group had. Mm-hmm. Bringing a lot of great energy. I just... I appreciate the problem-solving skills of this group. Yeah. yeah. And I just... I love how they all work together. Like, you know, when they're rebuilding in Pendry, the the magical guitar player, um, you know, he comes and he does all of his masonry work. And even him, the... Uh, like the student that basically lives there rent free to use their Wi-Fi or whatever. There's always one <laughs> at a coffee shop. Yes, um, he comes out over and he like sets up wards to keep the coffee shop safe, and just everyone kind of they show their appreciation for the place because they not only did Viv find community, but they found a community and they wanted mm. to rebuild that. And I just think that like that's such a heartwarming thing to see especially in a fantasy story because it's yes. it's usually all about guts and you know glory in those even the even in the romantic ones that then it's like guts glory and dick <laughs> that's, that's your one sentence number that is guts glory and dick <laughs> you won't find that here <laughs> oh yeah i loved it all my favorite characters hands down Thimble and Amity because I forgot about Amity. That that dire wolf was always there when you needed dire wolf. That dire cat was always there when you needed it. And I just pictured it like a big like one of those grumpy cats, you know, but like big. <laughs> just That's so funny. So big. Oh gosh. I love Low key, like underrated character. Yeah, yes. Amity was an underrated character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she she took care of Fennis at the end, so it's true. Uh, okay, so the cafe, which is named Legends and Lattes, just like the book, really begins to gain attention when Thimble, our ratkin friend and favorite character, uh, begins working there as a resident baker. Were you hungry for pastries the entire time you were reading this, or was it just me? Almost always. But yes, definitely. (laughs) Also, I am not a coffee drinker, but it made me want to sit down and have like a latte while I was reading this. So there's that. Mm -hmm. With a cinnamon roll, of course. Yes. Is there anything on the Legends and Lattes menu that you feel was missing? Well, for the people that don't like coffee. (laughs) Myself. Put some hot chocolate on there, maybe, you know. It's a good one. Um, And then you can't go wrong with a good old classic chocolate chip muffin. Ah, the muffins. There were no muffins. No. I'm sure Thimble was working on it. We just don't know. He was in his R&D phase. Yeah. Still working on research. Um, I am a sucker for a chocolate croissant, but I like to think the characters in this book would be more of the Bagel Sammy type. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say, give me a good Bagel Sammy final answer. <laughs> I love but that. Also, yeah, that's a good one. Maybe a matcha. Because they do mm-hmm. drink tea, so it feels like a really good crossover between the lattes and the tea. Because it's technically a tea, but a latte. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a good one. 
And it's the same color as Viv. I don't know why, but I feel yes. like that just makes sense. Signature that... drink. <laughs> the Viv drink. Bagel Sandy uh, and the nachos. I love it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a savory gal, so I want like a ham and cheese croissant. Um, so ham and cheese croissant would be awesome. Or anything with bacon. Just like or just some bacon. <laughs> some... Just a plate of bacon. Here's a here's a <laughs> uh, thing of coffee and a set of bacon. Or like a muffin not a muffin, but like a croissant or something that has like candied bacon, a donut with candied bacon on top or something. Just wow. I can't wait to go eat later. <laughs> I'm hungry. Okay. <clears throat> Throughout the book, we see a gradual romantic relationship formed between Viv and Tandry. Uh, what did you think about this little, it was like just a sprinkle of a love story in here. Paige's face right now. <laughs> you all know I love a love story. So I was mm-hmm. in. I would have been happier with a heavy-handed sprinkling, but I was happy with what we got as readers. You look so skeptical. That was so funny. Um, This was a slow burn. Dare I say I almost missed it. Yeah. It was almost too slow. I think it just wanted to give it reverence, didn't want to overdo it, didn't want to be one of those male authors that talks about bouncing boobs, you know? Or boobs like sandbags. (laughs) <laughs> our boobs like sandbags yes <laughs> i get that i um i kind of liked that it wasn't centrally focused on the romance though yeah same that's true because of based on like what it's like a slice of life so i feel like mm-hmm. we got more of what we needed without the romance yeah i guess you're right it's more realistic for yeah. for yeah. some people just i with these, I still, I have a hard time being like, okay, I, sure, that could happen because, like, we've talked about many a time. I have zero chill. I had zero chill when it came to relationships. So, like, I would have been up in that loft with, with Viv, like, that, you know? <laughs> so funny. There's no need to Your wait. HR's like, nightmare. Social. I am. <laughs> I am. That's funny. Um, <laughs> all right, we're almost done. Um, were, uh, were you happy with the conclusion of this book? Um, and would you read any other stories from this universe? Because Travis is going to be writing more. Okay. So happy endings are always good with me. That's cool. Could have done without the pages to fill section afterwards. Um, would I read other stories from this universe? Eh, I'm not sure. Okay. That's but fine. hear me out. I feel like this would be a good audio to listen to before bedtime. Mm. Or as good background noise. Since there isn't necessarily a lot going on. So if you miss something, it's kind of whatever. And knowing it's a slice of life and easy reading, you or me, for sure, that means less chances of nightmares. So, I'm going to yeah. agree with you on all those fronts. Great yeah. before bedtime listening. Mm-hmm. But also, who's to say if you missed anything? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Unless you have to talk about it later. Unless I'm asked to speak about it later, in which case I've definitely missed some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this was super sweet. Um it was a good change of pace. 
but I didn't even read like the like the little bit in the back because after a while I was like, okay, now I need some adventure or something. I need to I need to pick it up a little bit. So I don't know if I'll listen to the other one or maybe I will, but it's not going to be one of those ones where it's like an automatic buy as soon as it comes out. I guess mm-hmm. I feel like I'll have to be in the mood, but I thought this was like genuinely just like the sweetest. And I don't typically read sweet books, but if I'm going to read one, it's going to be like this. You know what? Mm-hmm. This would be a good palate cleanser book. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like after one of those books where you feel like book hangover or it was just like super, super intense. And like for me, you know, it's intense if I, I have to keep skipping ahead <laughs> to make sure people are still alive. <laughs> like something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything that I missed or that you would like to talk about or mention or what have you? Couldn't tell ya. <laughs> so we're sure Lainey was a human. <laughs> yes. Because okay. I looked, I looked 100%. at it. 100%. Great. She will she forever be a porcupine in my mind. I kind of like it better. She looks a lot cuter. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I could see her being a porcupine. Yeah, she's I a little porcupine with a knitted sweater. I don't know. And the granny glasses. She uses her porcupine needles to knit. See? All right, now it's that time where we wrap things up with a one-sentence summary. I bet this book will make you want a coffee and cinnamon rolls the entire time. (laughs) Even if you don't like them. (laughs) More pastry-centric reads, please. And mine is, give me Thimble's origin story, please. Honestly. Yes, I would love that. How do you learn to bake? You know. Are there thimble-sized cookbooks? <laughs> what does he do when he's... Intuition? Right. What does he do when he's not when he's not baking? Did he start wanting to bake? Or did someone take him in and teach him how to bake? And he's like, wow, this is my thing. Like, I can see it as, like, he was a ruffian on the streets of Thune. Courtney and then... Thimble fanfic. <laughs> oh, how sweet. Well, that's that for that. We'll be dropping our upcoming reads in the show notes if you want to read along for next time. For the month of April, we have Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuinston. And after that, in the month of May, Disability, Visibility, edited by Alice Wong, a change from Screaming on the Inside. We will not be reading that. Sorry, friends. And Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Rayborn for the month of June. Reviewers on Goodreads describe this book as a combination of Kill Bill meets Golden Girls, and it sounds amazing. I can't wait. Can't wait, for real. We are real friends who read books. I'm Courtney. I'm Mary Page. And I'm Erica. Get to reading. See you in two weeks. Bye! Bye. Bye! If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you find yourself on Instagram, check out our page at Real Friends Book Club or our website, realfriendsbookclub.com. Special thanks to Brandon Schmunk for our theme music and Jordan Stewart for our awesome look. Sorry, future Courtney, who's editing the shit. You're gonna roll your eyes now. But you'll be medicated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) There's our blooper.